everyone, and welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet. That's right, you're here for another episode of the Why We Disney podcast. From the beginning, the team of the Why We Disney podcast always knew it was important to highlight Disney enthusiasts and small shop owners. We want this podcast to be a platform for everyone to express why they Disney and why they love Disney. Now, we have had some special guests here on the pod, but today we're going to have our very first small shop interview. I'm so excited for you guys to hear all about it, so let's get started. Welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast, and as always, I have my amazing co-host, Kara, is on with me today. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So guys, really early on, Kara and I sat down on so many Zoom calls, just creating and bouncing ideas off of each other and basically saying like, Kara, what the heck are we going to talk about? How are we (laughs) going to bring magic to people, um, you know, from their phones or, you know, from this podcast platform that we've been so graciously given? And one thing that we were both super passionate about and we agreed like a hundred percent on is that we wanted to uplift and support small shops and small shop business owners. So they're all, we're always saying, you know, like shop small and support these entrepreneurs that work so dang hard. They really do. So we have two very special guests for, for y'all today and their names are Matt and Alicia And I like, they're kind of like celebrities in my book personally, (laughs) they own an amazing Etsy shop and it's called making magic happen along with so many other hats that they have as well. So Matt and Alicia, Hey, how are you guys? Hi, Casey. Hi guys. We're so excited to be on. Thank you for having us. We are so pumped. Like you have no idea. Kara, like Matt and Alicia are the nicest people I've ever met. I'm so excited to conversate with them today. Oh my goodness. Like as soon as Casey said that, you know, she booked you guys for the podcast. I was like, yes, I'm so excited. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so perfect. Now for the listeners that haven't maybe don't know your IC shop or haven't heard of you guys, which why wouldn't they have heard of you? That's weird. But where can they find <laughs> you on Instagram? On Instagram, we're at making.magic.happen. Now, of course, we didn't want the dots in there. But as you know, Instagram has a zillion, kabillion followers. So our yeah, so we have the dots in there. But making.magic.happen is where you can find us on Instagram. And we also have a website, makingmagichappenco.com. Wow. I love it. And so you don't only just have that Etsy shop. Can you tell us like a little bit more about what you guys do? Sure. Um, okay. So we have multiple businesses where, first of all, what I would. What don't we do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the better answer. Um, you know, we're, we're a little bit older than most, a little bit more seasoned. I like to call it. Um, we're in our forties and we have three kids and, So we get to be in this little sweet spot of life where our kids are a little bit older. So we're not having to be on the diapers and all that good stuff going on. So we were able to step into how can we uh, host our, you know, be able to fulfill our income needs to keep our family going and do something fun together. You know, we're we're 26 years into this thing together and um, 
we love doing stuff together. So we are trying to find ways to have a business together as well. So we started our uh, photography business a good five and a half years ago. Um, and we, we shoot weddings together. We shoot senior photos and families and all kinds of wonderful things like that for the last five and a half years. And then this year, that last year with 2020, so funny saying last year now, uh, with <laughs> 2020, um, our Etsy shop went just exploded into awesomeness and really was just such a great provider spot. And we really had to pivot in 2020, like most of America did. Um, and, you know, just figure out ways to keep a, the bills paid in the four walls up, but also to find joy in a season that was just so hard and so depressing and sad because both of our businesses, Matt also has a full-time business that he's uh, co-owns with his dad. And so he has a full-time business and I was primarily handling all of Make It Happen Photography. And then both of those kind of came to a halt. Make It Happen Photography had to completely shut down because obviously that's interacting with other humans um, for during the season of COVID. So that came to a halt, no money coming in. And then with Matt, um, his business got hit hard and he can kind of share a little bit more of that. So we had to pivot and this Etsy shop came out of that pivot. So yeah, what would you say? Yeah, also, I mean, the photography, you know, we started it five and a half years ago, but then we thought, you know, how can we incorporate our love of Disney into this? So um, that's when we started shooting some Disney sessions. You know, we've shot a, a wedding at Walt Disney World. Uh, we've shot engagement sessions. So any way that we can bring in some Disney into our uh, into our life, and especially our, our business is, is always great. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. really want to hear like y'all's Disney background. So like what in the world, like made you guys want to jump into like the Disney community and that whole side? Okay. So it starts with something non-Disney, which is funny and then becomes all about Disney. So our first actual date of like, leaving the house and like going somewhere was to magic mountain magic mountain is in california for those people who don't know it's a it's a six flags park and we were sitting there we were 19 years old and had just started dating i already knew he was the one <laughs> but it, this was a week, a week <laughs> into us knowing each other that we already felt so connected to one another and so safe with one another and we had been talking about our childhoods and both of us are very much childlike in that sense of wonder and excitement and doing things that make you happy. We're both very positive people. And so we were talking about um, theme parks and Magic Mountain and he was like, we should go. And I was like, my parents would kill me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> going to somebody brand new at 19. But I was 19 and I was in college and I was, you know, at the cusp of being able to make some of those decisions. So off the two of us went driving to California. And of course, it's Matt. He is a perfect gentleman the whole time. And we went over for like, was it one night, right? One or two nights. Yeah. Over, yeah, over to Magic Mountain and loved our day together. It was just so fun to um, do something different and go just really, I mean, you really get to know someone when you go drive in a car for six hours over to California and then spend a whole day at a theme park. And that just like instantly definitely made me fall in love. Um, and then dr the drive home and getting to talk about that and getting to like, know each other really well. And then the next ones, I believe after that, we started kind of going to Disney. We went to Magic several more times, but then 
when we got to Disney, I mean, you guys know that it's not even about the theme park. It's about Disney and it's about the experience. And so it really bloomed from there. So, yeah, I think I remember it was early on in Fantasmic's uh, life that we went and she had seen it before and I had not seen it. So she was really excited to show it to me. Um, I think we both kind of pinpoint that that moment as the moment where we both fell in love. So that that started our Disney life. Uh, I proposed to her at Disneyland and we were married in that's, Disney World. That's Snow White's wishing well. He proposed and then we got married in a Disney fairy tale wedding at the wedding pavilion. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love love. <laughs> that's just so cute. Oh my gosh. I just can't get over it. Okay. No, sorry. no, no. <laughs> that's okay. So, like, from where, like, you guys, I guess Disneyland would be considered like your home park, yes. right? Yeah, we're at Disneyland a lot every year. As much as like you you all on the other side of the coast are at Disney World, we're at Disneyland all the time, especially once we started having kids, which we had our daughter um, by our one-year anniversary. We had our daughter and her first birthday was at Disney. I mean, we took her three months. She was three months old when she had her first Disneyland trip and my, our kids could, you could blindfold all three of our kids and they could walk you through every inch of Disneyland and California adventure. That's how often we are there. We spend every Christmas week there. We're there for anniversaries and birthdays and, and summers and everything in between. Our kids look forward to on the last day of school, we had the car packed up. We would pick them up right at 1230 when they would get out for a half day and we were on our way to Disneyland. So kind of Disneyland, they've grown up at more than even anything here in Arizona where we live. I think within a couple of years of meeting each other, though, we we took our first Disney World trip together. And that was just I hadn't been there for quite a few years. And, and I've uh, never been there. You've never been there. No, so my family couldn't afford that. That was just like, oh, my gosh, it's like a whole city that's all Disney. They have their own <laughs> freeways. This is crazy. So um, that's a that's a close second for our home though. And, and I think we started taking yearly trips there and then obviously we got married there. So. Yeah. I would throw that in just real quick, just cause I never get to share this aspect of our, of our love story. It's rare. You get asked that again when you're like 26 years into, into a love story. But um, when we went on that first trip, I'd say we were 20 years old when we went on that first trip to Disney world and we had rented a car. Cause back then, you know, the magical express wasn't a thing. And we were um, driving. We didn't, you know, we were lost. We were driving all around. That place was definitely overwhelming to two 20 year olds. And we stumbled upon the wedding pavilion. It was a stumble upon type of situation. And I knew from that moment I was getting married there and Matt had no choice. But Matt was all in, of course, because he, he has a passionate love for Disney. And we found the Disney wedding pavilion. And just it was from there on, like, we had our Disney wedding there. We had our vow renewal 10 years later. Um, that was actually at Seabreeze Point over by the boardwalk. I rode in the Cinderella carriage. My daughter. Oh. Yeah. So there's just like every kind of major celebration, including every Christmas now, is at Disney World. And um, but Disney Disney weddings and us stumbling upon that Disney wedding pavilion at 20 years old is just, you know, set our life for what it is. And we even became um, Disney vacation club owners for our 20 year wedding anniversary a couple of years ago. And so it's just added, our life is completely threaded with Disney. <laughs> oh my word. I'm so glad you mentioned DVC. So what is like, 
What is your favorite part about DVC? I really want to do like a whole episode and like really learn about the Disney Vacation Club. But like, what is like hands down your favorite part about DVC? Like, we love okay, it. I have to tell you because I'm going to let Matt answer this. Matt is the most knowledgeable person I know on DVC, and like you could talk. To, he knows everything. He begged me for a good decade to yeah, become it, DVC. It only took me like ten years for me to talk her into it. <laughs> And this was like after 10 years of renting from DVC owners. So there's a couple of boards out there that are pretty well known where you can rent DVC points from people. And just finding out that you can get, you know, family of five, that you can get a one or a two bedroom villa for like the cost of, you know, staying at all star sports was, was crazy. Well, maybe not quite all star sports, but um, yeah, just the money we were spending on renting it's kind of like renting a house, you know, I'm going, gosh, all this money that I'm spending on renting DVC, I could have been putting it into owning a DVC. So just the the freedom of it, um, of the points and just getting on and booking whatever you want, seeing what's available, you know, having the options of, you know, Bay Lake Tower and Polynesian and Grand Floridian places that were dreams to us. We never would have been able to afford that. But now being able to go right. there and and use our points for like a studio or one bedroom and just hop on the monorail, go into Magic Kingdom. That is just, I mean, it, it makes the trips that much more magical. I think it took us a while to realize that staying at the cheap resorts, while we were so happy just to be at Disney World, um, it can really change your trip. You know, having to, to wait for a bus every night and to, to get back home or wait for a bus early in the morning in a long line of 100 people. Yeah, it just it really changes the tone of your trip, you yeah. know, having those DVC villas. So for DVC, you have to have a home resort. Yeah. Right? And really, you know, I bought it Saratoga Springs. And I think in the couple of years that we've had it and all the trips we've had, I think we've stayed one night there. So, yeah, I, I use my points to book at any resort I like. It's just the only advantage to having the home resort at Saratoga is that I can book that 11 months out. Everything else, I have to wait till seven months out. But if you if you plan it correctly, you're always going to find something pretty nice, even at seven months out. Yeah, we've never not gotten into something that we wanted to get into, except one time when we were already there and we we were already at Disneyland and we said, let's stay one more night. And he just checked at like 4 p.m. And of course, they didn't have something that night at 4 p.m. at Grand Californian. But every other time we have wanted to stay where we wanted to stay we have pretty much found it available and or it becomes available by getting on a wait list. It is, it is pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's so awesome. Like the flexibility Mm -hmm. just seems remarkable. Like I'm just, I'm just in awe. Like, well, even to add on to kind of what Matt was saying about, you know, staying at an all-star versus staying at a Grand Floridian, as you guys very well know, because you guys have been to these different resorts, it is a different experience. And that doesn't mean that it's not just as Disney fun at all-star. We stayed at all-star the week of our wedding. We stayed at all-star every single time we went with our family until we got to this awesome space 20 years into marriage where we could make this investment into DVC. But, um, you know, it just does change the dynamics of the trip. And even as Matt was saying, like the difference in staying at Bay Lake Tower and walking for six minutes and then being into the entrance of Magic Kingdom is just one of the most incredible experiences Mm -hmm. there is. And it's one of our favorite places to stay because of that. Just like staying at the Grand, you have the monorail. You're never on a bus if you're staying at those places, unless you're going to the other place 
or renting a car. And so for us, Magic Kingdom is, you know, one of the places, and I know we'll be talking about parks in a minute, but I just wanted to share, like, even the transportation things that he was talking about are a major factor in DVC and where you're staying um, with DVC as well. Like if you stay at Yacht and Beach Club, you're walking into Epcot or you're getting to get on the, um, oh my gosh, it slipped my mind, the boat or the boat to MGM. Or not, well, it's not MGM anymore. That shows you my age. Or, or the Scott, yeah, the Sky Train. <laughs> what just happened to me? Is it Skyway? You guys know there was a Sky Train in Disney, like 40 Disneyland Skyway. 40. Skyway. Yeah, 40 years ago. So we still are referring no. to that. Yes, it went up. It's there's a little it went into the Matterhorn, right? Yeah, I think that was yeah. I think that was Skyway. We're old guys. We're old. <laughs> yeah, I'm mixing up. No, you're wise. Yeah, there you go. Seasoned, right? You know, the other thing, the other thing financially, you know, yeah, you can stay in a nicer resort. But the other thing that's great about it is that when you buy DVC, you know, you spread your payments out monthly. And we were like, can we really take on another monthly charge? But in a way, it's better than booking one trip all at once and having to come up yeah, with like four you know, two, three thousand yeah. dollars. Well, and for us, it's it, for us, every Disney World trip from Arizona is really more like five thousand. Because, again, just remember, we do have a family of five and all of our kids are 12 or older. So we are paying for five adults to go on any Disney World trip. That becomes very expensive. And when you're coming from Arizona, yeah. we are not being able to pop down there for a day or two like other people who live in, you know, live in the area. We're having to fly across the country for four or five nights, you know. And now when I book something, it's just points. Hey, it's not money. It's free. <laughs> I just gotta use yep. I, I just gotta use your points. Exactly. <laughs> So what I'm hearing from this is we need to have a whole separate podcast. Yes, just 100 million percent, because I could also go into as as a mom, it's something I get to then pass down to my kids. And we talk to our kids about that. There are very first trip there. We stood on the bridge going from contemporary to Bay Lake Tower. And we're sitting there staring at Space Mountain and the castle. And my three kids are right there. And I literally was crying. And I said, you guys, I want you to remember this moment forever. We own part of this now. We get to come here. And when someday, long, long from now, when dad and I aren't here, you're going to be here with your wife or your husband and your kids. And that brings us like more joy than anything. So when I pay those monthly bills or how he has set it up, it's like something I'm giving my children and their families. If God forbid something was to happen to me, my kids get to have this love that we have that's blessed our lives so much. Oh my gosh. It's just so beautiful. And it, it really just shows how much you guys are about your family and being together and just creating magic. And I, I just oh, really appreciate you. that. Of course. And so since we're talking about this being together, you guys were talking about how you created this Etsy shop together. And I'd love to get into a okay. little bit of more of that. So I have some <laughs> questions um, for for our listeners that may not know. What are some of your your top selling items at oh, your shop? Masks, currently? all masks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I started this off just kind of for fun, and I put some t shirts up there. You know, I, I was every Disney trip, I'd always look for some for some family shirts. Could never find exactly what I wanted, or find a really good quality shirt. So I thought, well, let me learn how to screen print. Let me learn how to do this on my own. So. It kind of started off with just a few T-shirts. Um, so I, I had a wholesaler that I could buy T-shirts from. Then COVID hit. And we, you know, we talked we, briefly on our, our businesses taking a hit. And they sent out an email that they had blank masks for sale. Thought, I wonder if I could screen print on a mask. Let me just try it. So we, we literally had, I think, a two or three day discussion and thought process about whether or not 
we were going to buy a bag of blank mass for $120. Which at that time, keep in mind, our businesses had been hit hard. So this was a very difficult financial decision for us, but we knew we needed to stay protected and none of us could find masks. You couldn't find masks online at the end of March. Every, you know, everything was supposed to be reserved for the medical community and it was just really hard to find masks. So we wanted to keep our family safe by finding masks and we wanted to be able to give those to our family and friends because they also couldn't find masks. So him finding those masks was a godsend in one way of oh my gosh, thank gosh, we found masks and we can protect ourselves and our family and friends. But then Matt, who is just as creative as it gets, thought, you know, we could make these masks at least happy masks with something wonderful on them instead of this just being so much, you know, tragedy and fear and all the things that we were all feeling in late March. Yeah, so, so it, it's all started with the Darth Vader mask that I made and it just kind of took off. I mean, it was just crazy, the snowball effect that it had. It just every day there were more and more sales. Um, then they came out with a new mask, a better upgraded mask. I, I got that. I started doing Disney logos and Star Wars and Marvel. And it just, I Mickey, mean, it just, Minnie, everything. Yeah, it, it kind of overwhelmed us. I mean, it was, it was an amazing, amazing blessing. And it was at a time it was really, really needed. Yeah. We just, we, we would, you know, be exhausted. We would, be working for, for a minimum of 14 hour days. I mean, I would say there is months straight where the orders, you know, just the blessing of the orders were coming in, which was such a relief, like I said, financially and emotionally and mentally having to provide for our family and our home and all of these things. And our daughter also lost her job. She was a dance teacher um, at her studio. And of course, nobody wanted to go to dance classes with COVID. And so her worrying about paying her rent uh, we, of course, wanted to help with that. So when this mass business got so busy that just the two of us working so hard for like 12 to 14 hour days, we were able to then provide Natalie, our daughter, with a, with a job to come work for us and help us with these masks and, and, you know, cutting vinyl and weeding and doing all the things that were necessary so that we could pay for her apartment rent so that she also didn't then become you know, kicked out of her apartment and have a hit on her credit or anything else. So we see this as like one of the most incredible, yes, pivot because we had to, we had to figure out, we got to sell something to make money, but also just, I mean, what a blessing that we could also provide for our daughter in her hard season as well. I would say. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think it's so important that our listeners understand that really good piece of advice yeah. is, is pivoting uh -huh. when necessary. And just because like you guys didn't do it out of spite, you know, of course, financial needs were there, but you yeah. were thinking about your family. That's how you started this conversation that I really appreciate. You were thinking about you and your children needing the mask and getting it to your family members. So yes, it was going to help your, your shop. But in the meantime, you were helping the community. So I think that's absolutely, just absolutely yeah. amazing. And I do have a question. I'd like both of you to answer. I'd, I'd love to hear both um, of your thoughts. What is your favorite thing about owning your business? And it could be any of the businesses. I know you're <laughs> jacks of all okay. um, Any of the businesses. <laughs> well, uh, for my photography business, I've... I, I've said it since day one. I love people. People is my jam. So if I had a job where I was working with people, you would find a deflated Alicia laying in a corner crying. Um, 
I come alive when I'm with people and especially in that capacity of making people feel good about how they look and how they're coming across and also those memories. Like I get to take photos of people that are used at weddings. They're even unfortunately, but used at funerals to represent someone's life. Like there, there's so much specialness. And then the same thing with senior photos. Like I get to have a, a very, very nervous senior, which I often have come to me and I'm pretty down to earth and easy, right? You would say, Casey, probably like people are nervous going to a photo shoot. And I am very comfortable with myself and that makes other people comfortable with themselves. So I'm able to connect with them in a way that brings a nervous factor down pretty quickly and help them feel good in front of my camera, which for a lot of people can be a very nerve wracking thing. So with my make it happen photography, I love that. And then second part of that is I love, love, love getting to be alongside Matt on a wedding day. It is one of the highlights of my life because as you can tell, we are very like romantic and storybooky and um, very much love that aspect of love. And so getting to be there with a bride and a groom on their wedding day and help them also not feel so nervous or overwhelmed or stressed about their wedding day is one of the biggest blessings. You know, like I said, we're a little bit older and we were wise on some of the things that you don't really need to be stressed about on a wedding day. So we're able, he's able to always just become instant friends with a groom and I'm instant friends with a bride. I mean, I'm friends with all my brides and it's just like, it's a really special thing. So for the photography business, I would say that I also recently started um, an Enneagram life coaching business. And for me for that, oh my gosh, getting to impact the lives of women is my top thing in life. So I love doing that. So again, it's really heart-based more than financial. Um, I believe the financial is like just the blessing part, but just like getting to impact the lives of women and share my love for the Enneagram and how it can really impact relationships. It's impacted mine and Matt's relationship huge by finding out he's a nine and I'm a two and how we navigate and where communication breaks down or where communication is great. Um, because of him being a nine or a two and then finding out our kids number. Those are my, and I would say my love for the Etsy shop business for making magic happen is how much joy Matt has with that. That is Matt's baby. And, you know, I get to work alongside him when he gets busy and needs help, but it's just that he is just, there's a new season since um, this began and April 28th was like our first day um, for sales on that as far as masks go. And it has just been uh, really awesome to watch Matt get to be in his element and use all of his creativity. His job, his main job that he's had since he was 16 is like desk type work stuff. So it wasn't a passion job. This is a full passion job and Matt gets to like come alive with that every day. So those are my favorite parts of the businesses. Your turn. <laughs> I think you just answered for me, huh? <laughs> well, let me add this. I get to work in my pajamas. How about that? <laughs> no, Comfort. Me, I love it. I will say, like, speaking from experience and what Alicia was just saying, is that uh, Matt and Alicia have taken my pictures before at Disney. And I will just second that you have this way, both of you have this way about you that like makes people feel so comfortable. Like I had just like literally hugged and shook hands with you guys for the first time. Aww. And I felt like we were best friends. Like we'd known each other for so long. So you have this way about you and you use that in your business. And like I, in your family, I just, I'm just, 
Aww, thank you, Casey. Thank you, Casey. That's the best thing you could ever say. That makes me happy. Is just that I got to make you feel comfortable. I love that as my goal. Thank you. Yeah. Will you do it well, Matt? Go ahead. Oh Matt, yeah, but besides the pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you touched on it. That you know, my my business is it's working with the courts. It's working with uh, you know court papers, people filing things in court, eviction papers. So not a lot of happiness around that type of work. Uh, me getting to be creative, create things, you know, design things and, and to get the, the feedback I get from customers that how much they love it. I mean, it's just like that just fuels me all day long. So, yeah, that, that's the other great thing about it. Yeah, I just, just want to add. I want to add to that too, because Matt might not. You know, sometimes we have great qualities about ourselves that we don't realize, and it only takes someone who loves you and knows you so well to realize that. Matt is a really great problem solver, as you found out from our little microphone issues at the beginning. Um, Matt has just always been a great problem solver as a as a husband, as a father, and in this business especially. And so with the Etsy shop and especially during a season of COVID and shipping issues, oh my goodness, especially December, which was a nightmare for all small businesses and for the people on the other side waiting on their packages and don't understand it's not the small business's fault why these are coming late. You know, we're having to rely on the postal service, but Matt just problem solved that so well for thousands, thousands of customers we had over the holidays. Um, he just, he answers every single message that comes in that response you're getting back. Um, at least 98% of the time is Matt. And he really does care if the, if the package is gone, Matt has gone above and beyond in ways that he does not have to go technically because he did get your order, make it and send it out, but he will go track it down through the post office. He has walked into the post office before to ask them directly, Hey, I'm looking for this package for this person. And like, he just really cares to problem solve. And if someone got a mask and they felt some sort of way about it, he is on those messages, talking to those people and really wanting people to be happy. So he has a very big heart for problem solving for people. And I just it's been really cool to get to see him use that because I know that that makes him feel good, just like how I was talking about impacting women makes me feel good in my businesses. I know that makes him feel really good to problem solve. And, um, and especially cause he's a nine wing one and that comes into play if anybody knows the Enneagram, but it's just, it's been really cool to watch that. And he's so good at it. Oh, thank you. love. You're welcome. Oh my gosh. You guys are just so great listeners. You're really getting an amazing episode right. today and don't worry. We have so much more. We are going to pause for a quick ad break and we will be right back. All right, guys, welcome back. We are on with Matt and Alicia, who have just already filled our hearts just with so much magic. I like want to go back and listen to this episode like three more times. I just love them so much. But let's let's talk about the future. So we just hopped in to 2021, new life, new opportunities, a new page flip. I have a couple of questions for you guys. So 
for 2021, have you guys set any goals, like business goals for making magic happen or, you know, your photographer business? I know Alicia mentioned her Enneagram business. I really want to know what goals you okay, guys Okay, so Matt gave the point at me, so I'm going to answer that for us. Um, I'm the goal setter in the goal setter in the house. Yes, I love goals. I love, I'm a two-wing three. Threes love to work things and make things happen. Um, and so I'm really excited about all of our goals. I would say... For making magic happen, some of our goals are to, Matt is always working on new mask designs and keeping it fresh with adding new characters for every branch. I feel like we, do we have like every Marvel Avengers character there just, is? Just about. Yes. I mean, there's like almost no character yes. left in Marvel that we could, that we're missing. And whenever someone emails us and says something, uh, Matt will make it. And so that's really cool. Matt's also trying to match up. You know, he stays very busy, but he's also trying to match up having as many shirts in these brands that we're trying to do. Um, and so I, I would say our goals are for Matt, he's just keeping fresh stuff coming on being put onto the shop. But for me, I'm really with the shop wise, I'm also starting to go into like making little Mickey bracelets and stuff. I actually got some um, done and ready for the shop in August or September, I think. But we were just so busy because that was the height um, of when we had thousands of orders coming in that month. And it was really hard to keep up daily. And so I couldn't get those posted. And, you know, I would say, too, to anybody uh, who's wanting to do an Etsy shop, there is a lot more than just thinking you're going to put a picture up. Listing has all of these parameters that you want to make sure you're covering and writing and, and uh, tagging, et cetera. And so... Um, just, it takes a lot, it, it can take some amount of time to get a new posting up. So I definitely would like to get all the Disney Mickey head bracelets we have. And I have a uh, Disneyland bracelet, Disney world bracelet. I have Disney brides bracelets. I really want to go into Disney bride and wedding stuff. We already have Disney bride masks and we have like ring bearer and flower girl and Disney mother of the bride and Disney father of the groom. We have every single step to Disney weddings made in masks. Those are also currently on our site. And I want to keep adding more to that. We also have them for like wedding photographers and stuff like that. So adding more to the Etsy shop and then just making sure we always stay up on our SEO and our tagging and all that good stuff. That's kind of like behind the scenes stuff of an Etsy shop. I would say our main goals for that. And then as you know, Disney has so many incredible shows coming out. So we want to be able to be ready to add those kind of characters to masks and shirts. So we are constantly trying to keep it fresh there uh, quickly for my photography business. Um, it's just getting back into it. You know, a lot of people are still nervous about something like that and have been hit financially. So photography is a want and not a need. So it is that thing where, you know, I'm just trying to make sure people know I'm here when they're ready and we wear masks to our sessions. And of course we protect our people and all those things. Um, and then in my in my Enneagram life coaching business, which is at Alicia Larkey, that's on Instagram. Um, that's just kicking off this month. So that's really exciting. My first um, life coaching sessions open this month. And um, I'm just really excited to share all the things about Enneagram and helping women just really get past their fears and step into their confidence and also to be able to like reflect on how they communicate and their relationships and everything. So my goals with that are just doing what I kind of want to do in all three business, if businesses, if you nurture people, all the rest of it comes. 
And what's meant to be for you will be for you. And what's not, uh, I would say won't. Is there anything I'm missing as far as goals that you would like to add? No, you're a goal setter. I mean, I'm kind of just fly by the seat of my pants and I'm like <laughs> Doug from Hulk, you know, squirrel. And, you know, I'll see a new design or a new product. I'm like, oh, I want to make that now. So Alicia helps. Uh, she's really good at keeping me focused and saying, hey, we got Fourth of July coming up or we got Halloween coming up in a couple of months. You know, maybe start thinking about that. Start putting those designs out. So, you know, that this last year was was pretty hectic and we got overwhelmed with masks. But, you know, really just planning out uh, the new products. You know, there's I, I love working with wood. Um, I want to introduce hats. Um, I'm trying to angle for a 3D printer right now. He's uh, trying. <laughs> so I've got tons of ideas. It's just having Alicia help me kind of wrangle them and focus on <laughs> one idea at a time. That's just so cool. And for our listeners to know, we are going to have links. Um, if you are, well, I hope you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. We are going to have links to all of their different sites on our um, YouTube. If you don't know, we have the YouTube podcast episodes available there for all of our listeners. So if you're like, oh, I need to check out the, the photography or I need to check out their Etsy site. All the information will be there. And I know I have to hit up Alicia about these Enneagram stuff because fun fact, oh my goodness. I just took the test two days ago. Oh. I had oh no my idea what these Okay, what are you? Were. What are you? No clue. Okay, I, I know a lot of sixes. <laughs> so yay. Six. I can I have a lot of one sixes, one, twos, threes, and sixes are following uh, my Enneagram life coaching, which is at Alicia Larkey. They're following that. And I would love to have you there. Go there. You're going to find out a lot of info. You don't even have to book a session with me to see all the info. There is already so much content there. And like I said, I just opened that business. So I'm really excited for you to start your journey of like getting to know a little bit more about that too. I think it's really um, just a real blessing in people's lives to get to know themselves a little better, which makes them love their, love their people better. That's so great. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to check that out. Thanks for mentioning that. <laughs> You're just jack of all trades. Like, I just, yeah, there's, I'm just there's a whole new podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, when are y'all? When are y'all? This is another podcast. It's now like you three podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. So uh, okay, so I have a Disney, Disney bride who's getting married at the Disney Wedding Pavilion in April. So we're supposed to be there in April to shoot that Disney wedding. However. Like everything else going on in our country and, and needing to stay, you know, safe and protected and protect our people. The um, Disney has very strict rules right now, obviously, with masks and social distancing. And so unfortunately, too, for Disney weddings, fortunately and unfortunately, right, it's like one of those off balance things where you're like, darn, I don't want to wear masks in my wedding, but I want to make sure everybody is safe. Right. So. It's just, it's a really difficult season for brides. So I just want to throw that in. If anybody knows anybody who is engaged or getting married or just got married, like have compassion for them because they are going through it with, you know, all of this. I mean, if you can imagine planning a wedding during, you know, COVID, it's just the craziest thing that's ever happened. And, and so it's really been difficult for brides. Um, but she's might be, she's discussing with Disney, moving her, her wedding back to October. So for us, that would be relooking at when we would be going back. Right now it's for her April, late April wedding. And we go every April anyways, because that's our wedding anniversary. And so we like to be at the wedding pavilion on our anniversary and um and just celebrate, celebrate another year of getting to, you know, be alive and be in love 
on that day. But also, you know, that was going to be her wedding time too, as well. So if she moves that to October, we will definitely be there in October. And then we'll, we'll have to look back at the drawing board and see if we still want to go in April just for a trip there. And if it would fit into our finances and all that good stuff, if people keep buying masks. <laughs> and the other, the other date would be the day that Disneyland opened up. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. just been heartbreaking for us. Heartbreaking. You know, that they oh. just not opened back up. We had our Disney uh, Christmas trip planned to be there and had to cancel that. So we were waiting anxiously for them to open back up. We will be there. Yeah. Completely understandable. Well, speaking of Disney World, just to kind of round out the podcast here, one of our last segments, we'd like to do okay. kind of like a, a rapid fire questions. So I just, we just have a couple. Okay. So this is going to be Disney World related. And I'd love for you to both answer. So number one. Galaxy's Edge. Do you need a rapid a answer or do you, do you want me to expand on it? <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're one. I kind of, for me, I already answered Disney wedding pavilion every time we swing by there before magic kingdom. That's a must, must do for me. Awesome. Okay. Here's a must ride for me is uh, obviously if I'm going to galaxy's edge, I got to ride smugglers run. I would say rise of the resistance, but so hard to get into right now. So smugglers run for me when I was a little kid, star tours was my ride. And I'd sit around with my friends and talk about what if they made more Star Wars rides and what if they had like a whole land? Wouldn't that be so cool? Never thinking it would actually happen. So for me, that's just it it turns me into a child again. Yeah. And for me, um, mine is this is so funny. It's Haunted Mansion, but it's because there's a part in Haunted Mansion where (laughs) (laughs) he's already laughing, where you lay back in the buggy because it's going downwards towards the graveyard and it feels like a back massage. And we always do it at the right time of day where my back hurts and it's been a long day and we go in Haunted Mansion to get my back massage from the dune buggy. My kids know that everything. It's what mom likes to do. So that's my favorite (laughs) because of that. (laughs) <laughs> that is so cute and then i have one my must eat you. is must ice cream eat. and when we went to disney world for the first time since uh covid hit it was heartbreaking to find out that all the hand scooped ice cream shops were closed it, it totally changed the trip i mean there's lots of little places that are closed mm-hmm. and shows that are closed but that one that's just that's disney to me going you know in disneyland it's gibson girl ice cream uh, in Disney World, at the end of Main Street, it's the I think it's the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. I think it's called, mm-hmm. and I have to hit that place every single time. So I am I cannot wait for that to open back up. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say I think that one's still closed. Yeah, so. yeah, Matt's like a Hopefully child. When we get in there, he's like a soon. he's like as if he's my two year old asking for ice cream. He, <laughs> the the happiness on his face is just extreme when he gets his hand dipped ice cream. So yeah, he's you very can happy. still get you can still get the soft serve. They're they're serving that everywhere, but the hand dipped, you yeah, can't, you can't get that right now. Yeah, he likes his chocolate chip and all that good stuff. Um, for me, it's cotton candy. I love sitting on a bench with a bag of cotton candy and sharing it with one of my kids. They are so joyful when they're getting cotton candy. It feels like a special treat. And we don't get that at any other times in our lives than sitting in a Disney park. So it's really related to that for me, experience and and the atmosphere and the person I'm sharing it with more than tasting a specific treat. Oh, my goodness. That's so interesting. You know what? I didn't even think. Honestly, I don't even know where you could get ice cream. I, I mean, I'm sure it's everywhere and I just don't see it. But when I think snacks, like, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, Mickey pretzels, churros, premium ice cream. Yeah. Bar. So I yeah, never I really get it anywhere else. <laughs> you brought that up. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Well, guys, so we want to support you. This whole podcast today was just about like uplifting like you guys and really just shining a light on what you do and how hard you work. So what like if you could say like that you could support us the best way by doing this, um, what can we do for you? Like what just kind of discuss with us for a second. Oh, wow. That's, that's really sweet. I love that. I love, I I just love that. Um, the way that anyone, okay. If anyone has, um, purchased from our shop or it loved one of our products or, or got to, you know, got to have that connection, we would love reviews as you guys well know, following and reviews are the ways that all small businesses that are online based, you know, are able to flourish. So anybody who has ever purchased anything, if you didn't, you know, take that, that le- less than one minute to go back in your link that you get sent from Etsy and just hit review. Of course, the five star greatly helps. Um, and if you wanted to say a few words there, like love my mask or love talking to these shop owners or anything that helps the next person be able to know, okay, I can trust this shop and I'm going to get what I'm looking at here. That is the biggest and best way, obviously, favoriting our shop um, and obviously the purchasing from our shop. If, if you know, you're looking for a mask, we probably have something you would find that you would like there aside from that our our mask is soft and it fits well and all these other things. But I would say, you know, just reviews and and, and favoriting our shop and, and just telling your friends and family about our shop for anyone who does purchase from there. So and buying for your friends and family, one, one of our favorite moments is every day when we get to print off the orders and we see the ones that are marked as gifts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we might have a set of shirts, a set of family shirts where it's a, it's a dad, a Lorian, mom, a Lorian and the child, we have a family set of shirts and we can see that somebody has gifted it to a family and they get to type in their own little message. It's just a, it's a moment of joy. So yeah, getting gifts for people and marking it as a, as a, as a gift. And us sending it directly to those people, that, that's always a good Oh, it's, we're so joy-filled when we get to do that. And sometimes, you know, and probably there are a few people who have bought from us would say this, we will throw in like an extra mask or something that goes with, if we can tell it's like three little Avengers set or something, we'll throw in a fourth one because they should also have Iron Man or something. And so, so we like, I, I don't know, it's just really special when we think <laughs> of people buying for their people, because like you, like we said, we're about people. And so we just love that, that people are also loving people out there and if we can make them happy in that way that's really special to us as well yeah that's amazing and just so magical Mm. well thank you so much matt and alicia for joining us here on the podcast i know we the why we disney team are so proud of you guys for just everything that you do everything you've done everything just all the magic that you literally bring to your families and the community. It's just awesome. And can you remind everyone of where they can Okay. Yeah. Thank you. First, I just want to tell you guys, thank you guys for doing this. I think it's really incredible that you're helping the Disney community find small businesses. And it's obviously really helpful for, um, for us to be able to share our love for our shop and people understand like we're not just trying to sell something to sell something that there is two people behind it and and all that stuff so thank you guys for your time on this i this was i don't know matt i would when you say it was this was the best getting to talk about this stuff we don't get to talk about this so having hearing matt's stuff was really special and getting to 
uh, talk about our love for all this. We have never got to sit down and do this about the Etsy shop and you guys just gave us that. So yeah, thank you. We get kind of lost in the day-to-day operations of everything and kind of take everything for granted. So getting to think about this and getting to answer it, it just kind of helps put it into perspective and just gives us, you know, just grateful hearts for, for everything that uh, we've been blessed with. If you want to look for uh, wedding photography, Disney wedding photography, et cetera, that's on the Instagram. That is at Make It Happen Photography, or you can go to the website, makeithappenphotography.com. Um, and if you want to find more on the Enneagram or life coaching, that's at or www.alishalarkey.com. Or um, on Instagram, that is at Alicia Larkey. And then for Making Magic Happen, it's at making.magic.happen for Instagram. And the website is makingmagichappenco.com. If you want to go to our website and kind of check it out from there. We're also starting to build a Shopify on our website. So you not only have to purchase on Etsy, but you can also purchase through our website. So that should come out soon as well. Oh. So amazing. And don't forget, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just hop over to our YouTube channel, subscribe first, and then you can find all of these links. Absolutely. And guys, we encourage you so much now that, you know, you know, Matt and Alicia's story, right? Like you've, you've heard from them, you've connected with them through this podcast. I hope that it, you know, it puts a face with these organizations and these small shops. Um, I think maybe it was Matt that said earlier, um, you know, there are actually two people that sit behind this business that actually do the things. Some, some like fancy machine doesn't just like take your order, make your mask and like put it in a box for you and send it like, no, those are hands that actually craft that. So I hope that we've just put a face to everything that they do, which is so many things, but I really just hope that we encourage you to support them and love on them. I've, absolutely love their Etsy shop and everything in it. But yeah, so thank you so much, Matt and Alicia. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Casey. I just Thanks, wanted Casey. to just say thank you again. All right. Awesome. So for the Why We Disney podcast, we want to continue to do this, right? So if you want to support us, please make sure you follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook, like Kara said, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want to contact us at all about anything, please shoot us an email and that email is why we Disney at gmail.com. We love you guys so much and we will see you next week. Bye.